Welcome to Banter, Season 2, Episode 1. I'm Rohan Anand, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Matt Gregg, and we are going to welcome officially to our posse, Timothy Patricio. How are you guys doing? Happy fucking 2021. I think the enthusiasm just dropped out of my voice. <laughs> well, oh, 2021 yeah. hasn't really changed much from 2020, so, I mean... But but I will say, you know, one positive thing happened, you know, Trump was impeached and that happened in 2022. So <laughs> is that uh, foreshadowing anything, though? <laughs> uh, Very true. This this year has been 10 years long already and we're <laughs> two weeks into it. So it's fine. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> My Yeah. It's, it's like the, the meme of the dog with the house on fire. Like my birthday is on Saturday and... I already dislike my birthday being in January, let alone like the middle of January, because everyone's like doing the dry month or they're burnt out from Christmas and New Year's. Valentine's Day is around the corner. So uh, this year, is, it's, it's a great blessing in disguise because I'm like, it's an even better excuse to not do anything and just chill with my dog. So I'm actually really, really pumped for it. Uh, hey, you're not I the only Janu baby here. You can't take that from me. Well, I will also add now uh, to extend it to both of you. Last year, to reminisce, Timmy had the honor of being the karaoke guy like he always is at Bobby Loves in Chicago. And I asked him on my birthday to sing for me the favorite song that I love Timmy to sing, which is Higher Love by Steve Winwood. So that was epic. That was epic. And then uh, to go back a year and a year before that, Matt and I back in the day used to do our birthdays combined at family family karaoke in um sorry uh in Dallas Texas where we went with our posse of NBA people and we sang our fucking hearts out god in fact I recall three years ago Matt was wearing a shirt that said sorry for our president but written in like 18 languages and it was incredible. So, how times have changed. Great hey. shirt. <laughs> Impeachments, baby. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I love being a January baby. You're just jealous because I'm Aquarius, and you're Capricorn. Um, you know, we can't all be perfect, but uh, yeah, we. Uh, this is a special time of the year for us. But let's go ahead and talk about our topic. Let's just hop into it. So um, I agree. I have been on TikTok all year. Um, are are you guys on there? Are you guys talking? Neither taking or talking. So, uh, so through that app, I'm learning about all this new music that's been coming out. So, because I'm the new music guy, right? So I got to keep up with the kids. Um, but I'm turning 30 this year, so I also have no idea what I'm doing on there. So, for instance, I just found out today I had an inbox where. People have been sending me videos to watch. So I have a queue of about 100 to watch today. So, oh, wow. But, anyways, uh, <laughs> through these TikToks, I, I, they like play snippets of songs in the backgrounds of these videos. But, anyways, uh, I'm going to take us through here. We're going to see some old, some old friends that we've talked about before. Uh, I just want to hear all your comments on them. Uh, and, you know, maybe some new artists that I found out about this year, like Megan Thee Stallion. Oh my god! First of all, can we talk? If you're going to discuss what what is the V about? What do you think, Megan V Stallion? Two E's. Timmy, any ideas? Uh, you know, it's 
you know, I would say it's, let's just go right to it. It's marketing. It's something different. It's, uh, it's like, again, I think it's gimmicky, you know, it's like the whole thing about the weekend's face, you know, that's totally, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, but you know, whatever gets more attention, I, I, I think that's number one. It's, it's about the intention, but, uh, you know, you never know. She might have been like like you guys are. She probably, before she became famous, had a group of friends. And she, it may have been a nickname all along. And, you know, the record company said, yeah, let's keep it. So. I like it. Yeah, I like that. I, uh, yeah, because the number one song I have from 2020, if we're going to talk 2020 in a song, you know what the song is. I'm talking about what? Let's see if Timmy can guess. Oh, oh, the song is WAP. Kind of what does WAP stand right. for? W-A-P. <laughs> Wet ass pussy. That would probably be my in my top five of guesses. But I have a hard time. You know, it, it, the reason why we, the reason why I suggested this topic was because I just I have a hard time thinking about 2020 and music together. I mean, if you na- if you say WAP, then I'm like, yeah, I remember that song. I remember the video. There's actually a great. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. There's a mashup of that with The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Have you no. seen this? No. Oh, that God. sounds epic. You have to watch this. It is epic. It truly is epic. And it actually gave me a new appreciation for the song. But it like cuts back and forth, not only with the song, but the videos. And it's like a live performance <laughs> of, of Devil Went Down to Georgia and cutting wow. back and forth. And it's like... It's pretty amazing. You, you, it's probably yeah. like the Taylor Swift, like when she was doing like "I knew you were trouble," and then it had like a sheep that would do like. Well, wasn't the, ah! wasn't that guy like lamb, super like, racist? The double down the Georgia guy. I don't doubt. There's a stage full of them. It's a big group, but uh, what a fitting way. Is that guy still alive? Who cares? Uh, what a fitting way to have your song. That's probably. It's probably racist. Uh, <laughs> sung over by <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. I love it. Uh, yeah. Can I say so one thing? Just... Uh, can I say no. one thing about what? No, you can't. No. Oh, please. You're going to like you can say Dan Savage. You can say as many things as you want, not just one thing. Say oh, whatever your heart oh, desires, you. Rohan. Let Timmy, me hear it. You will appreciate this too. And Timmy, you may know this theory already, but allow me to get a graphic here. He, to Dan Savage, uh, has said that there has never been an equivalent for women or people who secrete through their vaginas. There has not been the similar equivalent of the word come, you know, cause like men have this three letter word when they ejaculate and the ejaculate is called come. And for the longest time, people were trying to pin it. And Dan Savage is like, it's gotta be three letters and one syllable. And then when WAP came along, he's like, that's it. That's it. Like, it's the, the mystery is solved. Pandora's box is closed. And so that's going to forever be my takeaway. I mean, what I, ass, I think, more like what ass Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Matt. Uh, I can't wait till we can all, you know, when daddy Biden gives us our shots and we can all go back out to bars like we have not experienced that song in a club setting. At least those of us following the rules. I like to think our banter listeners are good peoples. Stay at home when you're supposed to. But 
we haven't and we've been getting a we've we been getting get, a lot of new likes by the way so you guys you know the num our numbers are increasing in terms of patreons so that is a that is a hundred percent on timmy because <laughs> my ugly mug's been here for two years <laughs> not moving the needle well, timmy is the sexiest of the three of us so I oh, mean, hands you know. down hands down why why would you say something like that because you're also dressed the sexiest of the three of us oh that's <laughs> true should, should i show matt how i'm attired Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and there's Timmy still one has thing what, you don't see. We have to, so to the listeners, Timmy has on what I can only describe as an N95 mask over <laughs> and nothing else over his junk. <laughs> oh, they're just Hanes whitey tidies. Come on. That's my favorite. I, I love I love my whitey tidies. Whitey tidies. And, and there's still one more surprise in Timmy's... Um, in Timmy's uh, wardrobe get up today, but you can't see the full lettering on the shirt. When you do though, you'll dig. Yes. His shirt reads P-W-R uh -huh. bottom. Can you guess? Ah, B or excuse me, B-T-T-M. Yeah. And it so, is sexy. I'm in a shirt here that I got for free from closing a mortgage. <laughs> I was trying to read what it says on the shirt, but it's Don't a little too dark. I don't know what it says. It was, All day I was does wearing it. It was w at no cost to me. Does it say WAP? Uh, sure. Yes. Yes, it does. Because uh, I think that was my top song of 2020. And uh, I, I don't like how 2020 went because, like, you know, normally I'm listening to songs or and then I'll go see them live or something. Or, I'll, you know, you'll be at a bar and you get to hear it live. But now it's just been like we've just been sad listening to music for a year. Like there's not been a good moment to share a song with somebody, you know, uh, you like, what know, are you going to do? Zoom? Zoom? It, listen? It's weird. It, it's it's going to be weird because, you know, right now a lot of people are programmed to hear this music, you know. Uh, since that was your favorite, I'd have to say one of my favorites of the year. I I, I really like the song Levitate um, by Dua Lipa. Um, yes, I, I, also, I also want to say that, though, I think one of the best songs of the year is Midnight Sky by uh, Miley Cyrus. But the one of the funnest songs, yeah. I, I tend to like bubbly music, you know, mm -hmm. bubblegum, you know, over like the R&B and stuff like that. So that's a very dancey song, but it's going to be hard, you know, because the way I grew up and you programmed with music, you have certain experiences that you can associate, um, which create future nostalgia for, for songs and whatnot. And it's going to yeah. be really weird to see how these songs um, stand the test of time when you, you, you can't associate a lot of positivity uh, a lot of you know like going out to clubs or going to karaoke and hearing people sing it so i mean we'll see um how how they stand up to the the test of time when uh when things do open back up you know will will djs be looking for the next new stuff or will they be like hey you know let's play stuff from 2020 um i would i would if it was me you know i'd be like Let's let's you know we've been sitting in our living room listening to this one you know for the past year. Let's let's get out on the dance floor, get up on the stage, and and uh, and groove. So I, Timmy, yeah, I have, oh, go ahead, yeah, Matt. Go, no, go you go, Rohan. And well, and this could also be uh, you know tight to you as well, Timmy. Do you think if 
we were to think back to our last episode when you were talking about the gift that your family and your husband Jose gave to you for Christmas, I believe. Uh, was it a keyboard? A guitar. A guitar, rather. Um, do you think that because the eventual phase in to going out in public spaces where music is kind of the center theme, whether it's live or whether it's dancey, um, do you think that people like you and people like Matt who are kind of more, um, you know, in your house and maybe in a couple other places, rising artists, musicians, there could be potential even for us to create our own music, to create our own space or to sing together and repurpose the art of, um, you know, collaborative music sharing and singing and, and, and jamming out. Um, part of me is going out into this direction just to say, we might be dependent upon new music of 2021, or we might be encountering old music of 2020 and 2019 before that, as the world starts to open up, but maybe there's going to be a renaissance. Maybe it's going to be different in terms of how we go out and we celebrate music based upon how we have to reintegrate have to into reintegrate the world. social scene. Just a thought. I could be completely off base. Um, I think you're on to something. I, I bet there'll be so much um, pent up energy <clears throat> and you know a lot of the energy that there is right now is is very negative i think um you know he, he, i i think there's going to be an explosion of positive energy and so that might lend itself to um a, a renaissance i don't know the timing you know i don't know my history well enough to to uh you know look back at other eras you know in um human history um, but it would be interesting to look back and see when other, you know, such, you know, golden ages and renaissance happened and, you know, what their proximity was to, to things like, you know, the Black Death and, and the plague mm -hmm. and, and things like that. But, uh, but I can imagine with as much negativity as there has been over the past year and, you know, just turn on the news even now. I mean, it's leaking into this year and <clears throat> only seems to be getting worse somewhat that if there is. Um, an outbreak of anything it's going to be a lot of positive energy people need to get out and i love that rest themselves i love I that even the music That's, of last year reflected yeah. that yeah yeah i mean if you yeah. look at this the big albums of last year uh we had taylor swift record a secret album that her record label didn't know about uh with some guys from national and uh jack antonoff from bleachers um, yes so is inherently that album just felt you know kind of sad and isolated charlie xcx recorded an album like i talked about earlier where it's all recorded in her living room yeah you went really for that album i remember last year yeah really i think 2020 was really dominated by female albums and i love that think about it like what were the big albums of last year uh i would be want if i didn't talk about Gaga. Yeah, our Lord and Savior, Lady Gaga, with that monster album, Chromatica, yeah. which was probably largely recorded in 2019, as well as Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia, probably recorded mostly in 2019. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Miley's album, which she's been kind of working on for a while, which was surprisingly great. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, those were really the big albums. I guess, like, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B had albums last year. Um, but... Yeah, and I guess The weekend as well, uh, which The weekend, you know, has had, I've been a fan of his for a long time, but 
2020 was for the ladies. I really think so. As far as music. And Kamala Harris. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> the baddest auntie of all time. Love it. Absolutely love it. She's great. Kamala well, listens to banter for sure. Sorry, Timmy, I love go her ahead. Chucks. I love her, her autobiography. Oh, my God. What it really t- does feel like there's it, it does feel like there's some sunshine coming, like uh, Timmy, you were saying, you know? Yeah, well, and, and even if even if there isn't a lot to be positive about, it might, you know, it'll be forced because it's just human nature. There's got to be balance. There's so much, you know, negative energy. Yeah, as I was saying, I won't repeat it all, but it it, it just, you know, if it has to be forced, it has to be forced. But mm-hmm. that could either mm-hmm. lend itself to a very creative environment or or uh, a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, and I it's think, up to the individual yeah. to choose. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm certainly going to be out there. I'll certainly be out there. You know, as soon as Bobby says start working, I'll be there. I mean, we we were there for three weeks in June, and yeah. uh, you know, I was happy to, and and we just you know did what we had to do, like we talked about last time, and and to protect people, and we'll yeah. probably be doing that again. There is some buzz about how things are already you know, rolling out and, you know, there's a couple, I'm not going to use any names and I'm, I'm not going to, you know, refer to anybody specifically, but I know there's some buzz about, um, uh, you know, trying to, to safely reopen, slowly reopen, increase capacity. Um, if they don't improve the way the vaccine is rolling out though, that's just going to push it. Yeah. Here, in, here in Illinois, though, one, you know, the I guess is, you know, one of the states where the vaccine's rolling out, uh, a, you know, better than other, uh, uh, better, better than other locations across the nation. But yeah, it could I, be dependent on immunity passports. Uh, you know, people have that to show, you know, that they can get in. Sorry, Matt, go yeah. ahead. Not here in Texas. No, we'll do everything ass backwards until... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> until the federal government saves us. But yeah, yeah. I, it, it just feels like though this year we're going to finally get to, you know, for fuck's sake, if nothing else, if we can just, you know, go visit people without feeling guilty about it. You know, that's the worst mm-hmm. part about all this. Even if we can't go to, you know, not saying I want to maybe necessarily go into a thousand person packed club right off the bat. But, you know, once I get that shot in my arm, who's to say no, though, you know? Yeah, spread love, not war. That's my motto. <laughs> yeah, you know, at least a laid back orgy or something. I mean, come on. For sure. I mean, I mean something. Good lord. Right. I mean, I've been right. staring at these same four walls for a year. My God. There's only the so much Kimmy great. Schmidt. Yeah, there's only so much Kimmy Schmidt in the office you can watch in Schitt's Creek, of course. Yeah. But uh, honestly, like, I started putting this list together of 2020 songs, and I just, uh, I, I didn't get a whole lot of pleasure out of it. Let's hear Which it, though. Which is fair. I, it's, I mean, we've talked about a lot of these. So, like, I had Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa on here, which I thought was a monster hit from last year. Also, I like the name of that album, Future Nostalgia, because I don't know if she was hinting at, you know, in the future, we're going to be nostalgic about the times we're in now when this album came out, but we're going to be excited to hear those songs just to remember, like, how shitty it was during this time, but now we're, you know, out and being able to be around people again. Or if she was just so, if she just had such a walk that she knew this album was going to be absolutely fire 
And, you know, I'm going to, because that's a bold name to name your album. Like, if it yeah. sucks, like, come She's on. Assuming oh. it's going to be classic. Yeah. And I think it's a classic album. I think this she is kind of nailed we'll, it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think this is a pop album we'll come back to in 10 years. Like, like we did today. So, like, I just randomly sent you guys Future Sex Love Sounds, which turns 10 this year. That's why I sent it. Isn't that wild? Hmm. Although I do remember Love Stone being out in like 2010, I think, you know, honestly, Matt, I have to be honest. The other day I went through all of Justin Timberlake's um, uh, like albums on Spotify. I just went down this rabbit hole and I was like, God, there were so many singles that got eventually merged into full on albums. So, you know, that whole labyrinth better than I do. Um, oh, well, yes. well-known Justin Timberlake documentarian I am. <laughs> hey, I loved his Super Bowl halftime show that year. People shot all over him, but I thought it was epic. I mean, he went around taking selfies. Think you can do that in the next 10 years with COVID? Fuck no. Oh, are you talking about the more recent one or the one with Janet? Oh, not Janet. Jackson. The more recent one. But the, oh but, you know, I, the, the I wardrobe was so malfunction was epic, so... too. No, the wardrobe malfunction was also epic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Lovestone, yes, you were talking about that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I remember 2010, if we're talking about, you know, 10-year anniversaries. I remember that or year. 2011, music... Rohan. It's 2021. Or, well, even 2011. Like, I was inspired. <laughs> I blame the Matai. Don't you love it when uh, I'm bitchy? <laughs> For no good reason. <laughs> Don't you love it when you are bitchy or, or when you... No, I'm just kidding. Um, do you remember the earthquakes that took place that were really big in like 2011 and 2010 even like in Haiti and Japan and, um, you know, uh, 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 Chile? Like artists like Shakira and uh, some of the other majors did these huge fundraisers using iTunes to contribute millions of dollars in relief aid. Um I've noticed that it's maybe been a little bit more low key, but in coronavirus times, we don't hear about a lot of celebrities organizing those kind of missions, especially musical celebrities, but that's because musical celebrities aren't making money like they were before without concerts to perform at and without, um, you know, sales of new music or collaborations to be able to perform. It's, it's, it's really challenging. I think yeah. we've, we've really kind of taken a, you know, a, a, a racket to this, notion that the longer the pandemic goes out that it's not going to affect the music industry it actually really is it's it's we don't know if there's going to be a crisis we don't we we just don't know um yeah yeah i'm worried about the smaller bands that i'm a fan of that you know didn't weren't able to release an album last year and you know they're big enough to where they don't have to work but they're not big enough to where if they're not touring they can survive so i'm extremely worried about you know like yeah, indie bands or whatever you want to call them but uh yeah it, it, it's uh, the longer this drags out you know the the worse off this is going to be for music but i mean there's only so many like big pop artists that can come to town every week it's those little bands that keep you know the the train going during the year and that's what i'm true concerned. but you know, but look back in history and there, there, there is a reason to be optimistic because at low points in people's lives are sometimes when they, they become the most creative that, 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 um, 
even even though it's been so negative, even though there's not a lot to have been optimistic about, and even even if you know they you 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 have had to live kind of down and out for a certain period of time because you've been without work or without gigs or whatever it is, um, even for indie bands, that it it, it could help um, be a spark uh, for creativity. So yeah. I, I think there's reason to be very optimistic. I, you know, I know it's, it's uh, uh, you know, we're all trying to be optimistic right now. And, and uh, you know, despite what the news has to say, you know, yeah. but I did look back at 2011 here and I see that the number one song of the year was Rolling in the Deep by Adele. <laughs> oh my god no way man yeah, that's where she got her start that's the song that took her that's essentially this year onto the map. oh yeah. no as billboard oh, yeah. according to billboard hot 100 year end the hot 100 songs of the year number one was rolling in the deep <laughs> and it, it was amazing i'm sure timmy that you sang karaoke to the song but i was living in chicago at that point and uh i remember the first time i heard it i was flying back to texas for easter and then I was, I was taking the 6 a.m. flight. I heard it for the very first time, but a Tiesto remix. And I was like, this is good, but what is the original? And then I went to Four Farthings, and I karaoke or I would go to karaoke. I don't, I don't sing that much, but I like to watch people sing. Uh, in Four Farthings, uh, one of the, the, whoever manages karaoke on Sundays at Bobby Loves, he became one of the most incredible Adele karaokeists at Four Farthings because Adele, I think, connected with people's hearts in a way that was kind of unprecedented. And she was the one that started the movement towards acceptance of women who weren't just the, like, you know, certain body type. You know, she was more plus size and was very honest about her struggles with body image. But, you know, she was all about her voice. You know what I mean? I thought that that was so... um, was a nice little like you know kind of forerunner for the next decade to come about that because that paved ways pays way for Lizzo and for uh you know some of the other plus size artists or other you know not coming in that standard feminine package kind of look yeah female artists get held to a way shittier standard than male artists ever do and it's ridiculous and I hate that that's still how things are in this country but Anyway, well, I, I feel hopefully we're taking steps forward in that department, but good lord, you know, why is Taylor Swift having to rebrand herself every two years? It's ridiculous. Adam Levine has been the same shitty dude for two decades. <laughs> I don't think she had to, but you know, uh, you know, I I don't know what your opinions are of Taylor Swift in general, but yeah, she isn't at the top of my list. I'll tell you that. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. I just think Never she's was. kind of basic. I'm a Taylor fan, but maybe I am basic. I, you know what? I'll, let me let me be honest. The I'm I was a fan up to the point she started doing pop. Now, yes, she had a string of huge pop hits, and it probably changed her life forever. And she's one of the richest artists on the planet. Blah blah blah. But um, I I actually enjoyed her country music. Me too. More. I was oh, about that from three. the beginning. 2008 like basically our song our song was the one that like hooked me and then some of the other ones that teardrops on on my guitar get out of here tim mcgraw 
That's why the three of us have a podcast. I'm first. I'm first album. Each other. I am first album Taylor, though. Don't, I did like. Did like. I did like that song. I did. Yeah, and there are other good ones from that. That um, from that album. What What are some of the other ones? Timmy, help uh, jog my memory. Um, this is back. Are we talking original curls, Taylor? Yes. I mean, yes. I, uh, I not. I don't remember so much the albums. I remember like Love Story wasn't that one. Um, no, Love Story was a little bit more later. Yeah, uh, it, Love Story was what kind of put her on the map. This one would be like, as I mentioned, our song. Um, I don't know. Tim McGraw, teardrops on. on our guitar, picture to Burns, should have said no. Come on, that's a. Her first album is a greatest hits album, as far as I'm concerned. For sure. I would go with that. Yeah, Timmy, sure. tell us more about why you think that the country artist motif. Well, you know, she first. was building, 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 and then kapow, she just, you know, burned out radio. And, you know, she, every time you turn on the radio, she was on there for, for a year. And, in you know, they were, they they, you know, Blank Space and, and uh, you know, some of those other, you know, huge hits. They, you know, they were catchy songs. But, you know, it's, it's when an artist gets that big, they can burn out, you know, people like me who aren't, you know, I, I, I you, right. you know, I want to hear something that's not manufactured. And um, I feel like it got a little bit manufactured where, um, the country stuff was very raw and earnest. Yeah. Um, when I heard that she was doing this 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 album she did this year, um, Willow, is that what? Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, and then she oh the most recent one that's really just a B side to Folklore Evermore. Folklore, yeah. <laughs> it feels like it feels like an installation in the Twilight series. Wow. I mean, <laughs> yeah, look I, what you I, made me do. For I've example, heard, sounds I've like heard, it would be from Britney. I've heard, I've heard a couple tracks because it's been on a few of my Spotify playlists for the year, and you know, just sort of randomly plays you know songs, and and I've been trying to li ever since our you know our last discussion, been trying to listen to more of that instead of you know you know eighties and other things I usually listen to. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, in future and, and episodes, I heard, I heard a couple of the songs, and you know, her voice was it was raw and earnest again. And you can almost hear her kind of yearning for <laughs> pre pop Taylor, um, you know, but she kind of overdid it because it's a little too laid back. And, you know, you see that in what some of the critics have written. It's, you know, like. Um, she's trying to be lost. her authentic self again. She's no longer Tay Tay. She I can hear that in her voice when she's singing. I, I actually said something to Jose when, when I was like, oh, I haven't heard this song yet. This must be one of the songs that she released. And um, you can hear it in her voice. You can. You know, it's not as manufactured. She was trying. She was trying to. to, to yeah, get, it's her, know. Jack Antonoff and uh, Bryce Dessner from The National. And they wrote this whole album. And I, not to advocate, not to be too much of a Taylor head here, but um, if you, uh, if you yeah. listen, Disney plus did yeah. a, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Disney plus did a, uh, uh, like a live album where you can watch her performing the, the album. And it's just the three of them. And it's great. It's just like listening to her in a living room, singing the songs. So I'm a Aww. Taylor fan. If, if I think, were, uh, 
if you were to ask me to, if I, you know, I, we're, we're going to go watch Taylor Swift. If it was a big stadium tour, I would tell you, no, I, no, I'm going to go out to karaoke. I'll, I'll see you afterwards. Come sing a song with me. But if, if we were going to go to a smaller club setting and sit there and watch her with a guitar and a couple other artists come in or she invites someone up on stage to sing with her or something like that, I'd be totally down with that. And, I agree with um, that. Yeah, and I, I I would rather see something more raw like that with most artists anyway because it's more real. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know that's one of the ways Lady Gaga got started. She before that uh, her first album even came out, she was doing club tours with those tracks. And I I actually had some uh, promos of uh, Love Game and um, Poker Face that I was playing at Bobby Loves, you know, a year before that album even came out because she wow. was, she performed at Sidetrack. And I believe it. Yeah. When, when, when she was doing that, I had, um, it was right before Poker Face came out and she exploded. I think Just Dance was on the radio at the time. Yeah, 2008-ish, right? That's really how she, yeah. you know, she plunged into the scene and, um, and I would rather see her, too, doing something like that. Uh, you know, you're closer. It's more intimate. And, it, you, know, you know, instead of sitting in the nosebleeds in, in the United Center, you can yeah. actually see the, you know, she can be very emotional when she's on the piano and, and uh, uh, performing some of those songs in a little bit more of a raw setting. Mm -hmm. so, and so I think this artists. is... This well, and I think this goes to your point of, and, and what we've been talking about, about the Renaissance, when Timmy, you were saying, and, and Matt, you were also saying, it's during some of the lowest points where people find their most inner creativity. And we're all lucky that we live in cities like Dallas or Chicago or Matt, like you, you know, travel to Austin, where you seem to kind of like the power and magic of live music and how you can see up and coming artists before, you know, they become a lot more mainstream. And then you don't have to kind of, you know, follow along with this bandwagon thing. I remember I got invited to a free Aerosmith concert in Dallas at AT&T Stadium, thanks to my friend Karen. Shout out to Karen. Um, and this was in like 2017. And it ended, it started and ended from like 7 p.m. to like 8.30 because they were like, yeah, Aerosmith gets really tired and they go to bed early. And it was just like very <laughs> underwhelming. Um, but it was also- It sounds like, like my kind of concert though. <laughs> For sure. And so it's just kind of like this level playing field we all have now. Um, and, you know, Timmy, especially like, you know, you and I in Chicago, the, the, the music scene here and the underground music scene here and the, the, the places where you can, you know, literally go to see rap battles or where you can see live- stuff you know just oh my god the jazz music. music good lord yeah yeah it's it, it's got to come back i mean the green mill for example the one of the most famous like they've added an outdoor space like a little outdoor space in the uptown area that i walk by all the time because they're like once we can the music is going to be back same with like drag shows and and all the other kind of uh you know things that we have uh because that again is is, is kind of how we do it and you know for taylor swift as you mentioned to me or, you know, Lady Gaga, you know, they, they paved the way for us, you know, bring it back a little bit. Well, you know, uh, hopefully some of the, some of these artists get out there and, um, and support 
some of these bigger artists that have the wherewithal get out here and support um, uh, the the um, the more starving artists, um, Matt, that you're saying you're concerned about because yeah. you know they they you know drag them up and you're going to drag the industry up with you you know and and uh, and um, I I haven't over the past you know, decade been a huge fan of all the artists that suddenly seemed to not, you know, you have a song by um, uh, Nicki Minaj featuring, you know, uh, Lil Nas featuring so-and-so featuring so-and-so, you know, featuring eight other artists, you know, in the single. Um, I haven't been a big fan of that, but I would be now, you know, if, if, if um, Taylor Swift, you know, is, is performing somewhere down the street and brings, uh, you know, some unknown indie band up, up on stage to sing with her. I mean, I think that would be awesome. That's one way to help turn things around and to do some singles where you're featuring, you know, newer artists or, 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 or support, at least supporting each other somehow. So mm-hmm. you know, one way to, to, to do that, you know, there's a lot of artists that have plenty of bank and they're going to be just fine no matter how long this goes. Yeah. And uh, that'd be one way to do it invest yeah. in your own industry and, and to piggyback off that too i also like how artists are starting to incorporate more of like older artists into their music now like miley did that with what is that song of hers that's Next. just yeah. a rip of edge of 17 by stevie midnight uh, stevie sky yeah. yeah let's it's talk about song. miley cyrus let's do that let's do yeah. that i actually have again you know white male here but i do have opinions on it but i feel like opinions. Opinions. let's hear them <laughs> no i want Timmy <laughs> let's to hear go your first. opinions okay Tim brought it up i want him to go first timmy well no i've just been impressed with her this year and she's been out there she has all these youtube videos and i know some of them are old but and and you know they're just getting you know attention now because she's just sort of kapow here i am you know like this Heart of Glass remake that she did on iHeartRadio for the, uh, you know, Save Our Stage, I think it was, you know, Save, yeah. our, Save Our Stages. This is a good cover. This is a good cover. It was, it's pretty good. And look at her perform and look at that, look at the emotion that she's putting into the song. That's what I want to see on stage. And um, she's a fucking rocker. I love you know, it. I mean, she's coming on a wrecking ball. How else would she do it? You know, I know. I'm glad she cut that shit. She cut the shit, and now she's finally doing music. I this I think this is the first album where she finally said, "That's Mr. Enough. Hannah Montana days. Those were the days." There's a YouTube. Sure. There's another YouTube video that, that you might you know, not just the WAP versus uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia. You guys got to. That's your homework. That's your homework. Mashups is our subject next time. Um, Love it. But, oh, I would like that. I would like that a lot. There's, there's oh, that's like one. five episodes worth of content. I love we, it. Let's do it. Uh, we were watching um, Miley Cyrus and one popped up and it's um, it's like three decades of Miley Cyrus from, you know, her voice and how it's changed over the years and the different songs that she did. And it starts with her and like talent shows when she was really little and singing the national anthem and, and, and and it progress progressed through you know the Hannah Montana years, and then when she started getting out there into pop music, and then she took off her clothes and you know swung in on a wrecking ball, and then you know now, and in her uh, evolution since the '90s is just amazing to watch. And there's a YouTube video, I believe it's YouTube, 
Um, and it's not just the music, but you can see how she's changed visually. It's just, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's another one to watch. I'm just worried. I'm personally worried about her voice long-term. Yeah. Cause I felt like this past album, like it felt like, and that's just how she sings though. I mean, it's like a, it's like a fight. You don't know if her voice is going to pop at any minute, you know, but it, it does feel like she's getting raspier over time. And she is. I, yeah. I'm, I'm nervous about that long-term, but hell if uh, Tom Waits and meatloaf can have a career, she's got more talent in one finger than any of those guys have. So it'll make it work. <laughs> what is it with meatloaf in this podcast? They just, it's like one band I know nothing about, but, but yeah, well, you know everything about them or him. So, so I, Rocky I think Horror you guys, picture. Jeez. So I think that you guys both um, brought up something good. And I, if you don't mind me adding on to this uh, in terms of the integration and as Timmy perfectly put it, giving back to your community. Um, it's incorporating in, you know, people who are underrepresented because representation matters, bring back black indigenous people of color, LGBTQIA plus people who may be immigrants, people who may be from slums uh, and it's globally, like people that come from oppressed, hard backgrounds can artfully illustrate and articulate their journey and their struggle, learn basically, you know, eight count, top of phrase, and then how to freestyle and move up from there. So in that vein, you know, kind of like providing that lift up to those voices, uh, you know, it would be, um, it'd be really cool to see like these kind of cross representations because for example, it would be really neat to have, I think like, you know, someone who's, excommunicated from their church, you know, be able to rap about it. Um, and then like do the WAP dance at the same time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, who hasn't been excommunicated from Christianity? <laughs> Join the club. Raise your hand if you haven't. I'm not going to raise my hand. <laughs> you know, some some of those nuns are the biggest WAPs of all. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, Timmy, if you went to Catholic Worshiping school, like the did, you have priest. all license to say that. It's totally fine. Because if you go to Catholic school and you've been a Catholic your whole life, you get a free pass at saying something like that. Mm. I know the feeling. I did go to Catholic school. Yeah. So did I. I was, I was a good altar boy. I, I, yeah, I, I, the priest told me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Look at him. Look at that wop. Oh man, I was, I was such a Baptist. An I'm just teenager. glad I'm not an asshole now. <laughs> oh man, speaking of WAP and rap, actually, that's during those years of being a good what a transition. No, I mean, but it's it's true. During those years of speaking being a about good rap and rap, back well, to you, Bob. No, like I was guys, I was like hardcore Christian growing up, like, and I would be an acolyte and I would be a lector and I would plan mass and be. I was like that guy. I would I would go on Catholic retreats in Alabama every summer. I'm de I'm telling you, and so one year, I mean, I just noticed in high because school because God's presence is felt in Alabama. <laughs> but it was during those years that I was to the most. Oh, I listened to the most vulgar music during those years. Like I literally had to, to. Oh gosh, like this like, is like ludicrous, and not that he's that vulgar, but I, I don't know. I mean, just like some of the uh, 
rap hip hop artists that had like Lil Jon stuff or just raunchy. My comparison, like by today's standards, music is way more raunchy, but it's way more acceptably raunchy. Back in the late '90s and early 2000s, it was like low key raunchy, not good, like explicit content. Like white people get scared and need to buy this like censored version for their kids. I can't play the non-censored versions of any of that stuff in my yoga classes. Speaking of which, it's just making it all about, you know. I mean, it was in middle guests. school, me dancing to Usher's Yeah, where Ludacris says, if you hold the head, <laughs> head steady, I'm a milk the cow. And then you listen to Eminem talking about raping his wife. I mean, like, it just, it's like, it's, it's, it's just all sort of convoluted. But like yeah, I said, you lose yourself and stand both turned 10 this year, too. Right. And I, I oh. can't stand Eminem. Jeez. Also, 10 years ago is when Britney went through her electronic phase. That's right. She did. Till the world ends. Till the, Til the world, world ends. ends. She I, would, I, I, I was literally flying back. She was talking about, oh, you know, 10 years later. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's poor woman. Oh, that no. album had. That song had no business being that good. I'll say that. No, much. but then it gave the way to like till the world ends, and then it gave way from there into I want to go, and then it all just started with hold it against me. I mean, she kind of crushed it in 2011. Yeah, so did LMFAO. Well, you know, that's <laughs> I think the same year J Lo had that the her little dance phase there with the on the floor. Yes. yes on the floor you know oh that's so, a great song yeah. good for her yeah mm-hmm. that was the year that um i'm sexy and i know it came out speaking yeah of LMFAO. lmfao was on the airways in 2011 mm-hmm. man 2011 was a good year for dance songs good and lord Foster the people became big with pumped up kicks which we've talked about on banter is kind of fucked up because it's about columbine um, mm-hmm. but everyone's like, I'll be the kids with the pump. That-. It's just like, you better run, better run, better outrun my bullet. Wow. You know, I even missed the point for the first couple hundred rounds. Um, <laughs> well, it's like semi-charmed yeah. life. People, that song's been out for almost, you know, what, 30 years. Dude and crystal meth. Out, it's about crystal meth and blowjobs. I mean, come on. Right. And Third Eye Blind <laughs> was the first concert I ever went to my freshman year. Wow. Uh, college. 2006. Of college? Yeah, man. I was a really terrible kid in the sense that I was a loser who did homework on Fridays in high school. Yeah. That was that was an interesting period in my life. Third I didn't go to too uh, many... Yeah. I think I saw Smash Mouth when I was in college at, uh, nice. at Michigan State. Yeah. Nice. Oh, Smash yes. Mouth is great. That's great. When I made my first Power Hour playlist... All Star was definitely on there. That's a great band. That's like on the now one C. Maybe not. Maybe more like now like three hundred and sixty. They got a I little think... bit of a. They got a little bit of a. Uh, what's the word? Uh, well, you know, they were at that uh, motorcycle. Uh, oh, that Sturgis rally. Yeah, Sturgis rally. Yeah, they they were there this year. They performed, so they got a little bit of shit over. Oh man, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. What other songs came out in 2011? I'm trying to think that were big. Oh, I had the list up here. Hold on. Hmm. <laughs> now that we're doing I was that. really into Afrojack that year. I was really I do into like, Yeah, I like I like Rihanna the year too. Off talking about what came out 10 years ago because it really just humbles everybody with our age. 
Well, Rihanna you know, became back big. to talking about future nostalgia. I mean, which songs are okay? So number one was Rolling in the Deep. Number two, Party Rock Anthem. Mm. Number three, Firework, Katy Perry. Nice. Oh my God, no way. Oh, Grenade, Bruno Mars. Uh, oh. Super Bass, Nicki Minaj. Ooh. Yep. You know that one gets sung at uh, karaoke. Believe it or not, um, you know. Uh, it's so annoying. I never. Oh, that was that also song. the year of Chris Brown and David Guetta. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Look at me now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Moves like Jagger. <laughs> yep. Where are them yep. girls at? <laughs> Phenomenal song. Um, S and M. Rihanna. Yeah. We Holy found shit. love. Flow sure Rida Florida has been a band for 10 years. That's yeah. Just, I mean, they, Florida was that's like a piece of in, No, that's a piece of information I'm My not comfortable like bringing sugar. into 2011. Florida has been jacked and uh, like active since the late 2000s. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. I thought it was Florida Georgia line, not Florida. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Too many Floridas these days. No, I do want I do want Florida in twenty in twenty twenty one, please. Yeah, Florida Georgia line would have been no, that's Love You Like a person. Love Song by Selena Gomez ten years ago. Really? Very catchy. Ah, so now that we all are feeling good and old. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there? Oh, this is so fun. I love going through this list. I'm I'm just going through it mentally. I actually don't have anything open in front of me. Uh, Timmy, what are the other ones that were on that list? Um, well, there's a lot of Rihanna. Jeez, she had a gear there, didn't she? Only, uh, only girl in the rule. Rihanna, Rihanna might be the artist of the century. Pink Jeez. is on here. Raise your glass and fucking perfect. nice. Yes. Oh, born this way, Lady Gaga. Ooh, good one. Edge of Glory, Lady Gaga. Um, yeah, a lot of these, I you know, I just I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Carter, the Carter Four came out ten years ago. What the hell is that? It's that little Wayne album that had like How to Love on it. Oh, six yeah. foot, seven foot. Oh my god, that's yeah. Old. Oh my goodness. All right. Jara Hurt, <laughs> Christina Perry. Uh, so 2021 better be epic because 2011 was good for pop songs. Yeah. It was. I feel like I'm we're just having a moment. So much, once we can all go back out, there's going to be so much good energy, and that's what the music's going to reflect. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then we've got, yeah, we've got a new regime coming in in America. You know, it's going to be spring soon. I feel like we're just headed towards yeah. good times. And well, and I like this. with with everybody stuck, and you know, and and kind of having being forced to um, either listen to the same, uh, just recycling what they typically listen to. You're you you know, at least I've gone outside of my wheelhouse quite a bit more this year than I have in previous years, and. So, you know, for example, not just listening to 80s, you know, nonstop or, or um, uh, 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 you know, Bon Jovi and Madonna and, you know, all my favorite. Artists. What's the difference, Timmy? <laughs> I, love no, I have been listening. I have kind of gone outside of my wheelhouse and it will be interesting, you know, some of these artists to see what's next. 
you know, even Taylor Swift, I mean, what's next, you know, after, after such a laid back, you know, album, what's next for Dua Lipa? Can she, can she recreate that type of an album and, and capture the energy so that she can move from people's living rooms into the club? You know, it'll be interesting to see if, if that happens with some of these favorites that you've been talking about. So Hundo P Hundo P that first time the, you know, the nightclubs, you know, um, in Andersonville and, and, um, uh, Boys Town are able to, to turn the lights and smoke machines back on. Are they going to play WAP? You know, are they going to play that? Or is there going to be something else ready to go, you know, hot off the press? I hope the first song played in Boys Town is the boys are back in town. <laughs> hmm. Not likely. I can't believe I never thought of that until you well, came to visit. No, just maybe, maybe at five o'clock before the, they really open, you know? Yeah. It just feels Guess right. Guess just got back to the... That used to be my ringtone. Yeah. That's you just knew what was happening. Oh. Well, gentlemen, we should wrap this up because uh, it is a school night, and even though none of us are leaving our houses this more uh, tomorrow morning, minus Jimmy, who might have to walk like, yeah. a couple hundred yards, I we got, should uh, that, call it a, that big call thirty it foot commute. Yeah, we should wrap <laughs> it up, Timmy. That especially you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, with your lovely uh, tidy dieties, whiteies. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that uh, we had a really good segment to start off season two. And more than anything, we appreciate our listeners. We appreciate those who contributed to our like Indiegogo campaign five years ago. And, uh, you know, as we continue to record banter, let's hope that we can uh, talk to some people on podcast theme suggestions that you have. We're so delighted that Timmy has joined us. And now that we're a threesome, we can continue to spread our our seed, our WAP, or whatever you want to call it across the music channeling and what podcast heard. <laughs> um, All I heard and, was threesome and spread and seed. And seed and WAP. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the sponsors are still pouring in. <laughs> Swiss Navy. Potentially we could get Cardi B. No. But um, gentlemen, any closing remarks, anything that you'd like to share with our listeners before we say our, our finals? Happy New Fucking Year. Fucking hang in there. Lots Happy of New Year. Three words. Happy New Year. Hang in there. See Lots you soon. Lots of love. Lots of love. Choose love. Always. See you guys. Take me. Choose me. Us. Love me. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.